Welcome to the first edition of the Bad Movie Fiend Sportcast. Opening weekend, we're in. Okay, so what we wanted to do with this, and this is a special kind of occasion sort of thing, is that we wanted to um, we wanted to have the opportunity to talk about a newer movie uh, without any kind of restrictions. And spoil yeah. the shit out of it. Yeah, so... Yeah, pretty much all the discussion we had boiled into... We had to give away a whole bunch of right. stuff about the movie and said, hey... Yeah. Let's just do a podcast where we spoil the shit out of it and people who have seen it can listen to it. Or people if they don't care. Or if they don't care, they can listen to it too. Right. And I'm going to throw some things in that are actually not in the movie just to, just to liven <laughs> it up. Yeah. So we, we talked very briefly um, on the inappropriate uh, hour uh, about uh, paranormal activity and I and Shining Lights T Straw were the only people who had seen it. Now Mackie has seen it and yeah. I guess. I saw it last night. And saw it, the Asian correspondent saw it, and Silent Jen saw it as well. Yeah. And I may or may not have seen it. (laughs) That's up to you to decide. So, yeah, we're going to go into a little bit more discussion about this, because it is kind of a cultural phenomenon, so we just wanted to talk more about it. So, Mackie, take us away. Talk about some activities that are paranormal. For starters, um, it was pretty much the same group that went and saw Zombieland, um, for the most part. Which just was, not as many. <laughs> yeah, just not as many. But it was a fairly decent-sized group. And I'd say 90% had an active dislike for the movie. Okay. With boring being the main complaint. And it's shit, I don't like it, being the other complaint. So... <laughs> okay. I was... For once, I was kind of one of the more positive people coming out of the theater saying... That... It was all right, in and but... It itself deserves its own special standalone yeah, podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, st- I still likes the movie. I doesn't like. <laughs> still don't think it's that good a movie, but okay. there, and there's a lot of things that bother me about it that probably could have been fixed. But okay. Then again, you let's, probably would have had to do a lot to fix them, but still. Let's start with one of them. The dude in that movie, which I did mention. Yes, is douchebaggery. Like you, you undersold his I know, douchebaggery. I know. Well, again, like, I was trying very thin active, ice on that. Active hatred for this guy within five minutes. And that only intensifies as the movie goes on because he just, it's like he goes, no, I shouldn't say goes completely retarded, but he pretty much, if he can make a wrong choice, he goes ahead and makes the wrong choice every single time. Yeah, my main complaints were him and the ending. And Okay, so tell me exactly what you don't like about the ending. Is it, is it, we were talking about this earlier, is it just the fact that it's a little televised? Yes, okay. I, I think that. You, or telegraphed. Yeah, I, sure. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, telegraphed. What did I say before? I said like choreographed. Or something. <laughs> you said earlier. Yeah. You said choreographed, and, and you said like, televised. Damn it! Okay, I meant fine. telegraphed. But yeah. either way, yeah, it's the be- the ending was it's, podcast. It's mimeographed. Yeah. <laughs> it was dittoed. <laughs> the ending was Morse coded over. Yeah. But no, the the ending is pretty much I feel given away by about, transmittal about ten to fifteen minutes before it happens, and it's kind of. It's 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 frustrating to me in that I don't know, it just felt like a cheap cliche ending. I, I, I didn't like how it played out. I knew that the ship was gonna sink. Yeah, yeah, I did too, but I still watched it and then So So I didn't get that. I didn't really have a problem. I mean obviously I thought the guy was a douchebag and as you yeah. said, I hope he deserved to die and hope he burns in hell. Yes, exactly. But um I, I don't know. I mean I I, I mean I kinda saw that I mean I I think I saw the end coming. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, I don't know that I knew exactly what was going to happen. I just knew something yeah. bad was going to happen. 
And I, I, yeah, I, well, I knew she was going to, they make it clear she's going to kill him one way or another. Okay. Yeah. You know. For, then, right, yeah, I mean, they, you know, there's there's some setup for that. And, well, fuck it, we're spoiling. So there's yeah. the broken picture with the crack right on his face. Yeah. That's like, hey, something bad. Yeah, and then, you. you know, as soon as you realize that she is possessed and, you know, she gives this little grin to the camera Which after he walks I thought away. Was, like, one of the best Yeah, it's, it's one of the best things, but the problem is it gives away the fact that, oh, yeah, yeah he, it's this is it right here. <laughs> as soon as they not lay down in that the bed. other movie, we're not talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as um, soon as they lay down in that bed that he's fucked, you know. Okay. I, I just, I don't know. I, I didn't like that. I, and it just, I don't know. It just felt cheap for her to suddenly have, you know, like this superhuman power and for her face to distort into this demonic thing in the last couple shots. I don't know. I just, it didn't, I didn't like it. Cause I think the problem is that the rest of the movie is set up with a lot of subtlety and a lot of very, a lot of reliance on people using their imagination. Right. And when you have a movie like that, which, you know, a lot of the, backlash against Blair Witch comes from the same thing is when you leave an entire movie up to people's imaginations and you create this atmosphere of dread and of, you know, basically that whole, I I guess the only way to describe it is, you know, the goosebumps hair standing on end feeling that you get through a lot of that movie, which I think it is very effective in, in quite a few scenes. But when you've got that, it's kind of like, there's no way to resolve it without, you know, whatever people have made up in their minds is going to be scarier than whatever you give us on screen. Right. And I think that's kind of what ends up being the problem. Well, except that I, I see why they did that kind of ending. Cause I think that was the biggest backlash against the Blair, Witch. is like when it's over, it's, I think it's a very clever ending to the Blair, Witch. oh yeah, but, I love that ending. But most people are like, Whoa, what the hell? Nothing yeah, happened. You never got to see it. Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah, you know, it's like, and technically in this one, you never get to see what it is. Not exactly, no. Yeah, I think I, I think a good portion of America wants the story told directly to them, even even if they mm-hmm. even if they don't have, um, or even if they do have a preconceived notion. Rather, uh, I, I think a good portion of the viewing public just wants to be told, like in everyday life, most people are employees, not. You know, not owners. Mm-hmm. Most well, people want to be told. I, I don't want to get off on like too much of a tangent since we're talking about this movie, but this begs to question like where I think a lot of people have a problem with endings. I, I'm immediately reminded. I know you don't like the second half of 28 Days Later, mm-hmm. but what about the I actual don't... ending? Ending. I think that's like one of the most brilliant endings of a of a big movie ever. Like the very very end. I'm I'm trying to remember honestly because I saw it on DVD and I watched like all three endings at the same time. Oh okay. Well, the, what is the the theatrical, theatrical the real ending. the real proper ending is they kind of escape from the crazy military t- people. They're out in the mm-hmm. country. Um, they're making a big banner. Yeah, the help the help banner. banner right. Yeah. Well, it's, except that it just says it it says hello. And if you watch the uh, entire movie, every single time they say hello, shit goes downhill quickly. And that's what's mm-hmm. awesome about it, because you you know it pans back, you see the, the 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 jets flying towards them, and it shows the banner for the first time, and it says hello, and mm-hmm. you know credits. And I think that's absolutely brilliant, because it's like they got bombed the fuck out of them, you know, <laughs> ten seconds later off off screen, because every single time that movie he goes hello, and like that's where the zombies come out and attack him, or something hmm. horrible happens. And I just see, think, I'd never noticed that. Yeah, that, I didn't notice it. That either. does that makes sense. You've seen that movie a lot more times than I have, though. Yeah. I would say, I don't know. That that's one where it's just it becomes a different movie in the second half that I'm not I, as I crazy about. It does. But anyway, getting back to 
paranormal activity is right. you know but this is there, a there was there were telegraphed ending yeah apparently there are two <laughs> different there are three different endings okay that they filmed uh the original one that was shown in like the very first screening and was never shown again was it happens the same way where she goes downstairs screams which the screaming in that scene the screaming she does is way effective that was probably by far the scariest part because that girl's like it's like the, one of those blood curdling screams that and it's hear. it's got a little something else to it there's yeah. a little extra to yeah. something you know there's a there's a demonic, demonic thing stuff to, yeah. going on but um you know she, what happens is she runs down you know he she starts screaming he runs out of the room and you know it it goes the same way where it screams scream scream and then bam like split second it's just silence you know from both of them and then it she walks there. back it's what well, sits there for it's about 20 there. seconds in complete yeah. silence yeah and then she walks back upstairs with the knife Slow lays notes. down on the bed and slits her own throat Oh, that's how the original ending was. Okay. Yeah. Whereas in the movie, you know, you hear the slow, slow up the stairs and you don't even see her. You just suddenly see his body slam into the camera. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like you hear. Yeah. You know, like really slow, really, really heavy footsteps. And all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden it's like a flash on the screen where he gets chucked into the camera and then, you know, she sniffs him and then jumps at the camera with kind of like a demonic face. Well, she kind of gives that same little smirk smile first Mm -hmm. and then. And then attacks the camera, but, and that's how the theatrical version ends. And then there was the one where she goes up back in the room and slits her own throat. And then, you know, it just kind of cuts to the credits or whatever. <laughs> so, so to speak credits, right? you know, and the, the other version that was shown at the film festivals, I guess, two years ago was, um, plays out same way. She goes downstairs, screams, he runs down comes back up all bloody sits down on the floor and then the camera fast forwards for about three days. You know, and then apparently there's like somehow that the sister or whatever shows up to, you know, find out what's happening. You hear her scream and run away, but you don't really see her. You just see the girl sitting there on the floor. And then they jump to, I guess, like, you know, the time fast forwards again and you hear cops break in or whatever or enter the house and they come up the stairs. And this is when she wakes up and starts going, where's Mika? Where's that? And she's still holding the knife. Then you hear a, you know, a, a bang, you know, slam in the background from the demon or whatever. And the cop gets startled and shoots her. And that's how that one ends. And then it's like, then is like the cops looking at the camera or whatever. Okay. So, and that one, so maybe they went for the sequel ending. (laughs) Yeah. To me, to me, well, yeah. And of course they've already greenlit a sequel. So, Oh, have they really? Okay. I was joking. (laughs) Yeah. And apparently the ending that they ran with is the one that like Steven Spielberg recommended somehow or something. And the, the director feels that it's a better ending, the one that's in there now, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of would like to see the cops shooting one. Because to me that makes more sense. Well, I'm sure it keeps it, be on the because it keeps it in that realistic realm, you know. Whereas because everything they play out is you know it's freaky stuff, but there's like there's never anything. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, but it keeps with its own logic, right. which I felt it breaks that logic just enough at the very end that I didn't like it. Okay. What with the supernatural demony facing yeah. thing? Okay. Yeah. And the well, fact and, that and she chucks him strength, all the way yeah. across the room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, the bigger sin of this movie, I think, that, and why it doesn't work, is that Mika, the main guy, only his name should be Micah. I'm sorry, yeah. not Mika. But anyway, M- Mika is such a complete and utter douchebag and so intent on doing the wrong thing at all times and not, you know, not listening to his girlfriend who's speaking reason pretty much throughout the, throughout the entire movie that you, you can't root for him. You can't like him, and he deserves everything that he gets by the end of the movie. And 
it would have played much better as more is as you've said before harlow in the japanese style where it's like even if you're a good person even if you do everything right you can still get fucked over right and that's probably why like like you said you didn't have that oh i couldn't go to sleep at night feeling you know you didn't have that at all i didn't have it either Mm -hmm. because to me they play it so far to the fact that this guy is a douchebag who screws up at every possible opportunity they said well if something was in my house i'd be you know I'd be getting I'd hand, out first off. Yeah, I'd handle it the way, and yeah. you know, we'd be sleeping in a church that night. You know, there's mm-hmm. <laughs> you run first of all. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, they they make a point to say that the demon will follow her. Yeah, the, it's because it's, it's been following the, her all her life. Yeah, at least like since when like she's eight, eight or thirteen. And 13 whatever, yeah. It's like it's been appearing, and strange things have been happening. So they they make a point to say that that like Leading. even if you leave the house, it's going to come for you one way or another. Well, and that's why I'd be like, we're sleeping in a damn church. There you <laughs> all go. Right? Yeah. But of course, they don't do that. And no. Every chance they have to correct things, they well, don't. In the and, very beginning, I mean, you know, the guy's like, "Call the demonologist, and you can be over here the next yeah. day." And he's like, "No, you know." So I mean, yeah, he's very like, don't first, call him. yeah, first thing off is like, yeah. let's not do what." Probably and they have the, done. you know, they have the psychic visit, and the psychic's like completely freaked out. You know, he, he's like not freaked out, but he's like very serious. He's like, "No, listen to me, you, this is not good." And the guys go, like, well, what if we try and communicate with it or something? He's like, that is the worst possible thing you could do because then you're inviting it in and you give it more power. And, you know, so then, of course, the guy's walking around the house with a video camera going, oh, you moved a door. That's all you got. You know, talk, basically. Yeah, he's talking shit he's to it He's talking shit to a, to a demon. And, you know, and then, of course, he, she's like, if you do anything, don't ever bring a Ouija board in here. So, of course, one night he's like, hey, look what I got. Hey, look, I brought a Ouija yeah. board. Yeah. And and that's the and point. And then it into flames. Yeah, this is the point in the movie where it's like, okay, any person with any sense of rationality would be like, all right, my little video project is done, you know, because what happens is he sets he sets the Ouija board. Up. She of course freaks out because she knows, oh, you just fucked us completely by bringing right. that thing in here. And then they kind of storm out, leave the camera running, and the board, of course, the little whatever that thing is Planchet. on the Ouija board. Is that it? Planchet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Planchet, you know, immediately starts moving around, writing out a message on there, and then the whole thing bursts into flames. Now, right in front of the camera. And any he, any he rational human being, the next, you know, when they looked back at the tape the next morning and saw that, would be like, Shoot your all right, boyfriend. what is the number of the demonologist? Where is the nearest church? We're getting the fuck we out of here. We need a young priest and an old priest. Right. And his, his thing, you know, and then he gets obsessed with trying to find out what it said, and, you know, it's like, Come on. <laughs> you know, there's a certain point in a movie where you have to, you know, you suspend disbelief, you know, and, and people are going to make the wrong choices and, you know, that sort of thing out right. of fear. But there's a certain point where, you know, 99.99% of the population is going to be like, all right, yeah, they, okay, this is not good. We need to do something about this. You know, and his response is like, oh, uh, I got it handled. I got it taken care of. I'm going to handle this. Did he yeah. have a popped collar? Uh, he might as well have. Yeah, and the thing have. is, too, he's like, I just wish they could have given him some redeeming qualities. But, I mean, he's like a day trader, which is like one of the most useless professions on Earth. Because, <laughs> I mean, all all a day trader does, the only tangible thing they do is make money for themselves. Yeah, You know, they really, it's like, you know, most jobs have some benefit for other human beings. <laughs> Whereas being a day trader, you just, that's all you do is you make money for yourself. Yep. <laughs> and And this, yeah, and this guy, he's just such a, piece of shit you know and he's like you know they make it a point to say that he's more obsessed with getting the video than you know helping out his girlfriend and finding these things out and it's like dude <laughs> yeah and he treats her like shit the whole time yeah he, he really does treat her like shit yeah and well, so you're you're supposed to 
maybe you're supposed to want him to die or I guess, but then it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you, you almost really more end up feeling very, very, very sorry for this girl. Cause for the most part, she seems very nice oh, yeah. other than staying with douchebag, which unfortunately women do all the time. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, so she just, that's like her only real fault in this whole movie. Yeah. Is, if anything, is that's, she, that's, that's the Japanese she... horror aspect of it is that, this poor girl probably yeah, and this did girl, nothing to deserve And throughout, throughout the movie, she wants to do the right thing mm-hmm. the entire time. You know, she's like, no, we can't do that. We shouldn't do this. You know, this is, you know, you're just pissing it off. You know, and all, every time he convinces her that, no, this is what we need to do. You know, and... Did anybody stop to ask what the demon wanted? <laughs> um, they actually do when they talk to the psychic in the very beginning. Yeah. You know, he says, well, can't we just give it what he wants? And he's like, well, it wants her. You know, well, and they're like, well, and there's that flash uh, where he's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, fair enough, Drew. Okay, yeah. Who are we to deny? Yeah. You know, what makes us better than demons? So but, if there is a sequel, which you already said there is, I, I think if if it's a direct sequel, I don't know. I, I, I really don't want to see a sequel. But if there's anything I would like to explore is what, what happened at eight years old. What yeah. what made the demon come in in the first place? Because that's that to me is what would be interesting in in a backstory fashion mm-hmm. that you don't get with something in this one setting kind of movie. Yeah, but you know what happened? Why is it? What's eight thirteen? I mean, what, what the, all the ages they named? She drank its milkshake. <laughs> yeah, she drank, <laughs> she drank it up. It up. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. That, that's the kind of thing I would like to know. Yeah. If anything, but I don't really care about a sequel. So yeah, and and by the end of the movie, you, you, yeah, it's just. It's a very frustrating movie, and and I think it's frustrating for a lot of people because you know they said it was pretty much boring because all you're doing is waiting until the nighttime sequences come back, right? Because during the day it's just like you deal with douchebag being a douchebag and her being like, no, I'm so know, tired, she, yeah, I'm so tired, we can't do that, yeah, and especially towards the end it's just like not even worth listening to them talk to each other because by that point you're just like you guys are fucked and you're stupid and you deserve everything you're about to get. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's. I really enjoyed the atmosphere and a lot of that stuff that was going on. And I think that worked and, you know, having it filmed the way they filmed it, where it's basically just setting, you know, setting up a camera and the actors are, you know, doing mostly improvised stuff. Right. Blair Witch style works pretty well, but, but on the whole, it just doesn't work because you don't have a character that's likable in the, and I mean, it's pretty much them, the entire movie. The two yeah. of them, her sister who has maybe 20 lines, and the psychic who has two scenes. Oh, was that supposed to be her sister? I never did catch that. I, th- I think it was what her is, sister. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they even really bothered. I'm pretty sure it was the sister because, you know, she makes a point to the sister knows what's going on, right. you know, as far as the demons go. And that's not like something, you know, this is something she didn't tell this guy before she moved in with him. Yeah. You know, and then of course he pulls the "oh, this is your fault, this is happening" thing at one of, point, of course. <laughs> <laughs> which you know to co- just complete the douchery. Right? Does the demonologist ever show up? No, mm, they no. when they finally decide to call him, he's he's gone. They just say he's gone, he's gone. Apparently, he's out of the country and not going to be back Convenient. for a few days. Convenient, yeah, for the demon. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, but yeah, there, it's just it's not one I'd recommend. You know, I, I can't recommend people seeing it in the theater, really. No, I mean, like I said... One dollar red box rental's worth it, but... I still think it, it's fun in a group conscience, but, you know, yeah. that can turn. If, if you know, if they're bored, then I think that that spreads, too. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're sitting in a big group, I mean, you can just kind of feel how people are thinking about a movie, even. Yeah. Just 
subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they really should have gone the Japanese route and had you know had these people do the right thing or at least trying to. Right. And something keeps them, you know, keeps them from right. doing what might work. You know, that way would have worked a lot better than having that guy just be a complete asshole. Yeah. And he could, I mean, he can be a, a a big douche and still, you know, they can still try to do the the smart things at least. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, I mean, to me, like what Cloverfield had is, I mean, I know you said you really didn't like those characters at all, but I mean. I liked the movie, but I didn't like the characters. I thought no. they were way more redeeming than. Yes. Oh, very much yeah, so. I mean, like, much more than I really like. What's his face? I like HUD. I mean, I like the you know the guy we never really see. I thought he yeah. was funny, and you know, I don't know. I, I cared about the the two main characters and their crazy love thing. Yeah. You know, enough to get through the monster movie. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, in hindsight, I I don't I don't think I really like the Blair Witch. I mean, I did when it came out because it was so different yeah. and new, but I I don't have any desire to rewatch that movie i tried watching it once after it came out i remember enjoying it in the theater and then when yeah. i tried watching it after it had come out it was just like yeah i mean I, I think i think with that movie and probably with this one too a lot of it is built on anticipation of what's coming and when you know what's coming yeah. you have no it's like the movie has lost all its power which blair witch suffers from that a lot now trying to rewatch it after right. having seen it it's a lot of boring we don't know how to look at a compass and escape, you know? And, yeah. And I, and I can see this one being a lot of, well, here's the daytime again. When are they going back to sleep? And I'm bored already. Yeah. And like one thing we discussed, Harlow and I discussed too, is that the problem with the way this movie was set up with the, um, the fast forwards through the video, and then it will suddenly stop at a time clock and go back to normal time. It's like, once it hits that, it's like, it's kind of tough to give you a scare, a jump scare at all, because you know something's coming. You know, even if they wait 20, 30 seconds before they bring it in, you know, it's like you know these things are happening, so it's kind of not. Right, but I mean, that kind of builds the tension, too, because they, they, they amp up. You know, it starts simple, you know, little stuff, like I think the door barely moves. Yeah, and, the door moves and back then, and like, forth. And then, like, you know, I think like the covers move just a little bit, or you hear, like, mm-hmm. one little tiny dunk. You know, or whatever, yeah. and it and it and it amps up throughout the whole rest of the movie. But yeah, I mean, you 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 don't get that jump scare, but you get that oh, you know, like you said, the yeah. hairs on the back of your neck stand up like okay. Well, yeah, well, when they use that now. droning sound for when it's when it's there, you yeah. know that that sound is pretty fucking creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I yeah, I enjoyed it, but I it's a it's a kind of a one trick pony and probably won't be rewatchable. Yeah, unfortunately. I'll rent the DVD just to see the alternate endings. Right. Or actually, I should probably just go on YouTube. I bet they're on there by now. <laughs> Everything's on YouTube. Yeah. So that's every, v. That's probably pretty yeah. much everything you ever wanted to know about Paranormal Activity or didn't. Yeah. And there it is anyway. But yeah, we... I liked parts of it, but on the whole, I can't recommend it. Fair enough. And that's why I think it's broken. Because that guy's a douche. Indeed. I liked parts of it, but on the whole, I considered it broken as well. Yeah. See, so now, BJ, you can talk intelligently about it with people. Yes. And be like, yeah, I liked Paranormal Activity, but I felt the main character's faults, faults were too much to overcome in order to uh, successfully buy into the the movie. Yeah. I, I, I would probably go with, uh, nah, that like a movie sucked. That guy was a <laughs> douche. <laughs> and see, you can do that, and people will be like, yeah, you saw it too. Like, yeah, of course I did. One of us. All right. So I wasn't paying six bucks for that experience. <laughs> You save six dollars. I win. So, anybody got anything else before we wrap this up? I think that's that's it. We'll keep it short and concise. Yeah. 
We're not even going to bother with contact information. If you found yeah. this. You know how to get a hold of us. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's a brief one. All right. We'll be back uh, you know, with a regular episode here very shortly. Awesome. All right. All right. Bamcast out.